0: Yes. So here we are live. I'll I'll be happy if we also watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. So now we are live
1: on Facebook as well. And welcome, uh, Mr. Suresh. Mr. Suresh. And uh, I'm a really little nervous <laughs> today. I don't know why. Don't be. Don't be. Yeah. So, uh, usually I don't believe it. Okay, so uh, welcome everyone in the uh, E talk. And today we have the founder of Bara Day, uh, Mr. B Suresh. And he, he will be sharing all the you know like uh, journey about the Bara Day and what are the challenges were. And he will be also sharing some you know uh, he will be giving us some expert advice as well. and I know like he is having good connection with the other entrepreneurs and he has a lot experience in the industry and personally whenever i was meeting him i was getting a very good input from so it is really great to have him and this is my pleasure. like i'm i'm so glad to have uh, suresh on the talk so yes welcome suresh welcome other participants as well and thank you sukum
0: so uh,
1: let's start our you know e talk so basically on e talk oh, it's e-documents. It's entrepreneur talk, but as well as we are, we are, just trying to make it as simple so that a newcomer also can understand and they can understand about the journey, about the challenges, and they can, you know, create. Like they can set their mindset. They can prepare themselves for the hassles. Like, so. when we call we call it hassle because we know like the multiple challenges are going on. It's, it's similar like you know, being on border and having multiple bullets towards you and how you are saving yourself and how also you are moving forward this is very important. Yes, so Mr. Suresh, let's start this and uh, you know, like you know like uh, whenever we are starting our journey, you always think <clears> about <throat> the motivation. No, like in, that's, that's why I just want to know, I just want to ask you like your motivation behind this starting this business?
0: Uh, thanks Sugam, thanks for uh, giving me the opportunity here. Yeah? So it's like this, you know, I started my uh, corporate journey back in 2006 and I spent real 11 years of uh, corporate life and over a period of time, you know, uh, there is always this entrepreneur bug in your brain, right, it will keep trying and trying, you know, trying to come out but you might be busy in your job, I was busy in my job for a while and I was really doing great and you know, there was a fantastic uh, uh, achievement through my job. And later I did my executive program with University of California. And while I was doing that program again, that bug actually took a new form and it started you know, pushing me towards my entrepreneurial journey. And one fine night, you know, I uh, uh, was really thinking, you know, uh, thinking of breaking out of this existing cyclical life and I wanted to do something bigger and something more Uh, purposeful in this life right so that's where I started thinking about what what I should be doing and during that time exactly I I found that you know uh, there is a very good market gap in terms of the healthy food in India Mm
1: -hmm. as a
0: whole if you think anything is healthy food maybe you will have only 10% or 20% of the healthy quotient in it it may not be truly healthy and the rest of the world is you know heading towards a healthy food but we Indians are, you know, were very, I would say, very lazy in in adapting to that healthy culture. We were so fast in adapting to burgers and pizzas, <laughs> right? It's, it's dynamite, right? The business models of uh, these KFC, McD, Domino's—they exploded like anything in the last 15 years. Mm-hmm. From the time they started, now where they are, it's like an explosive uh, business. But where we, when we look for the healthy snacks or healthy food part of it, it's really small business. It's really small size in the market overall. And adoption is also really small because of multiple reasons, right? And number one being, you know, people think healthy food is tasteless. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people also think healthy food is something it should be coming from elsewhere. Right. These are all misconceptions. So I wanted to challenge this situation and, you know, create a platform of... Uh, uh, healthy snacking foods and I wanted to create multiple healthy snack foods in that genre. And you know, I, I really wanted to take this opportunity and be a part of the first early more advantage in the healthy snacks in India. And the idea is to help people easily move towards healthy snacking as a hobby right? Mm-hmm. rather than going to the traditional unhealthy stuff. It, if you make it more convenient for people to adapt, that's when people are going to move that's how it started uh, of course every business is for a purpose we want to make money of course i am a first generation entrepreneur in my family i'm looking to uh, you know build a good business and you know create employment create my own uh, uh, establishments like you know factory and uh, marketing aspects but that's a story sugam yes but really i uh, i
1: must say that Whenever I you know, hear you about your you know, detailed a deep story, I really it is completely inspiring. And whenever yeah. I, I talk to some other person or some early stage entrepreneur or some of my friends, I used to share them about, about these stories. And it is really inspiring. Like how you found, you know. Thank you. Yeah. How you like approach to the timeline, you you were continuing the timeline, you set the deadline and how you completed all these things. So uh, out of that, I just wanna you know, ask one question, like how you do your analysis, like. Uh, what is the way of doing your analysis like you do analysis very well and i'm so much you know fascinated about knowing about the process like how you...
0: so when you say analysis it's it's pretty open question so i i did a lot of analysis starting from the the color of my package
1: mm-hmm. to
0: the uh, taste of my product to the ingredients that i'm supposed to use in the product and how do i name my product it is all based on a research right it's not an easy task it's very tedious and i, I still remember i would have tried 40 different variations to create a packaging which i think is right. you know, good enough and it will stand out in comparison with the rest of the products in indian market and shelves so it, it's really really a tedious task and where you know we, are, we i did an analysis on the color pattern that I wanted to choose for my product in packaging. And I did study a lot of uh, material around, you know, international publishing stuff, you know, related to food packaging, and how you make that attractive. First, global companies does it, because they have huge money, they can do, they can hire people to do this, and they can create such kind of thing. but as an as a startup, as a startup entrepreneur, without having that such of uh, uh, deep pockets, which limited money that we have, you end up doing everything. That's what I did. right? Yeah. I have to do a lot of analysis. I have to figure out what is good for you, what is not good for you. I read a lot of articles about nutrition, read a lot of articles about uh, health benefits of various ingredients. So, every piece of information is going through over and again, over and again. You know? And then finally, you have to land up with a decision yes, this is what I wanted to, want to, this is how I wanted to, pro- this is how my product should look like. and with some inputs from customers end users you know i go with a sample packaging and ask some people you know first packaging was plain Mm -hmm. when i did my first product trial it was a plain packaging i picked up those samples i had a sticker on top of that with different colors and i asked people how do you find this color how do you find this packaging do you find this attractive do you find this uh, motivating for you to uh, pick this product so all the sort of questions we asked we collated all the questions and all the answers that we got all the feedback we got into an excel sheet and you know we had a discussion around that later slowly we tried to you know uh, adopt to a, a a space where people think yes this is a good product this is a nice product and this is a nice color pattern that you chose and it's really attractive some of the supermarket guys told me you know your packaging looks really elegant and you know, where did yeah. you get that design done but yes, it went to that extent, you know, uh, uh, without analysis and without putting a lot of efforts, without putting your heart into it, it's not possible. Yeah, true, true. And I, I must say, like, you keep doing
1: this so, you know, thing. Yes, research, always. Research. Always
0: look for improvements in every aspect of it. And the, the best part is, right? You might have a product or service right now. Yes. But over a period of five years, this may not be the trend anymore. Mm-hmm. or this may not be appealing for the five year next generation for you yourself uh, you look back the products that you liked earlier five ten years back you may not like now but you find those products not suitable for your lifestyle now right. it has to suit your lifestyle it should be convenient for you when you're working traveling and it should help you take a right decision and it should make your life easy yes Right. That's how we are evolving. In, within one year or two year of time, you, know, you might see so many things changing again. But yeah. Color color patterns changes. There is a there is a color trend every year that gets published. Right? Mm-hmm. There is a food trend, snacks trend that gets published every year. It's evolving. It's not a a, a single thing that run, runs for 20 years, 100 years. It keeps evolving and we should go along with that. And if you were to target a 15 to 20 year old guy now, you'd probably be on Instagram and TikTok.
1: Right? Yeah
0: that's where they are you have to be there and you know be in front of their eyes and unless you make a buzz and you make yourself uh, uh, appearing in front of them they'll not recognize you they don't care right
1: right right it's
0: not only that you know they come to you it's that you have to go to them to sell your product
1: and i think like this is the
0: very important thing that we should first understand and learn like
1: being an entrepreneur must we have to understand the need of the market and the right way of understanding the need of market is to do the survey and you know get the real inputs and work on that. And that is really hard, hard work, but it's very important for creating a quality
0: product and
1: you know like a product which can really you know, fill the gap between the market and the consumer.
0: Pretty much right. Sometimes you might end up doing a survey, sometimes you create a product and go to the market, talk to people, is the product useful or is the product really necessary or it's just like you know having fun. Right. Right. You might see some products which are getting created with, you know, huge enthusiasm, but end up nowhere reason it may not be useful in daily life. Mm -hmm. And you might see some simple products, which is very simple in terms of uh, the technology application. Uh, You you take the example of Uber and Ola. It's driven by GPS and it's Mm -hmm. a, it's like an API on Google maps or maps. Mm -hmm. It's so simple that, you know, you uh, somebody created billions of dollars of business around that. The use case is small, but the look at the applicability of it every day, many people, millions of people use it. That's Mm -hmm. the gap that was existing for ages and somebody could really see how this can be fulfilled. And imagine a situation where GPS was not existent and you don't see all of these companies, no more delivery services, right? All these figures tomatoes ubers and dollars are not existent if gps was not there mm-hmm. so there is a, there is a uh, 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 at least i believe in this every opportunity comes with time with the ecosystem being ready or the entire technology gamut gets ready and then you get an opportunity or somebody forces an opportunity by looking through the technological upgradations or new evolving technologies that's how these companies started their journey, right? right yes, true. there are a few companies who becomes a copycat of something, uh, you know, which exists elsewhere. Yes, mm-hmm. need of the hour, right? We need food yeah. delivery. Yes, if it is existent in US and UK, probably, yes, Indians also go for food delivery. And we need that. And somebody created a business around that and it's running successfully now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true, yeah. So makes, yes, surveys are there. There are multiple ways to do it. And the only suggestion would be in this area. Don't get lost in your own world when you create an application or when you create a service or a product. Because unless you go out of your comfort zone and talk to people and get public understanding how they are perceiving it, do they really need this product or are they, they are just looking at it for the sake of giving you a feedback, right? Right. We should be judgmental in that. And, and there is a high chance that, you know, you will fall in love with your product or service. and. Yes. You should probably come out of that comfort zone because it may not last long unless people buy your service or product you can't make a business right product is not business business is beyond product very true
1: and i i, I just i just wanna uh, you know tell you like this is the very important uh, you know the segment that you are talking now don't get you know don't fall in love with your product and we just focus on the business. This is like being a rational as well as like when we start something and you know like being as an entrepreneur, we love our things because so we say that what we love, that you, you must do what you love.
0: Absolutely, do. everyone does it.
1: But real, but the real business is how you how we are making it, you know, consumable or how the our customers or our clients getting you know benefited out of
0: it, and this is the real business. But how? Yes, you know, not... for that benefit part, right? I normally believe in one thing. But take my example, right? I am making a healthy snack product, and right. how do I sell my product? I sell it through online, or I'll sell it through a distributor or a supermarket. Mm-hmm. And if I don't sell it for profit, I won't sustain. Right. And if the distributor won't sell it for profit, he will not sustain. Mm-hmm. Same with the supermarket guy, and the end consumer, right? If he's not happy with the product. Taste, texture, and health, con- uh, health quotient of the product, he will not buy next time. He or she will not buy next time. They should right. be happy spending that amount of money for that product and it should give them the satisfaction that, yes, it is worth. That is called value proposition. There is a value proposition for me to make my profit and build my business. And there is a value proposition for a supermarket guy. He needs to make a share out of it and he wants to sell more. There is a value proposition for the customer. It's Customer satisfaction, customer gets a good product, you know, a a real, healthy, wholesome product, which was not existing earlier, right? It's a value proposition that drives the market, that drives the business always. It's very critical and key for any business. Very true, very true. Yes. So, uh, let's come to
1: this point. Like, why bar a day? You named, like, you know, your brand name is Bar A Day. So, how you thought about it and why bar a day? Uh,
0: that's funny actually, you know, uh, I was thinking about so many different names. Uh, thing is, you know, I, I came up with a concept where, you know, there is a saying, right? Even your grandparents would have told you, eat a handful of nuts and seeds every day, right? Dry fruits or nuts. That's yes. good for you. Yeah. The concept always goes with every, every day, a day. So mm-hmm. I started, I wanted to create a brand around that. And we tried multiple combinations. We tried to look for uh, trademark availability. We tried to look for domain name availability. After all this gambling and stuff, you know, it, there was one point where we had to take a decision, could we moved on to Baraday. Otherwise, there were many other uh, names we looked at, you know, uh, one a day. Uh, your, your audio, your
1: voice is not... No, actually sorry, actually your voice is not coming. Yeah. Yes, yes, now it's okay. No, still it is not coming. I guess there is some issue with my okay
0: Yeah, yeah. Now it's Mind. okay. Yeah, sorry. So the logic is uh day when we created the brand name, we had high hopes, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone would do. And then it is not you who will decide the journey of your brand. It is your customer. It is your customer. And it is the market that drives the brand, that drives the uh, journey. So Mm -hmm. now, if you notice, Varde is my brand and my first product is Hearty Bite. Yes. Stuff, actually Heart Healthy Energy Bar. Which mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, that's a niche in the in the market segment, and it's really necessary for so many people. Mm-hmm. But soon, in the market, people started calling it hearty bite. Yes. They're not calling it day They're calling it hearty bite. Can I have a hearty bite? So then I realized, okay, it looks like hearty bite is more uh, you know, uh, favorable than day as a brand. Then... Uh, I also tried resisting bite as a trademark, probably very soon Parday will go off, HeartyBite will become my primary brand and every other product that is going to come under this segment is going to be Byte, Okay. Right? And there is another angle to it. I thought, you know, we could build a huge business using bars as a category, mm-hmm. like any other companies does it in US and UK, but For Indian consumers, you may not be able to do it in the next five years or 10 years. It's not so easy. And the variations of products are within the healthy segment, right? You might, you should be able to create many number of products in many number of segments, not necessarily only bars.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So keeping that in mind, we realized, okay, we don't want to lock ourselves in only bars. And the customer is expecting chips as well, healthy chips, right? Anything that they want to buy. It should be hearty bite not a bar a day yes so that's how it happens right it's not you who decided the who decide the journey for a period of time it's market that drives your journey
1: right
0: you may start but you you you're not the driver anymore yes you're probably the uh, owner of the bus but it is driven by somebody else yes actually because we have to we have to you know notice
1: the demand, rather than just creating the some something, you know, amazing or different, because yes, you know, uh, like you, serving our customer, our consumer is more important than you know just creating something what is in our dream. Yeah. So, uh, but I see like you know, I have seen your detailing about creating your logo as well, and you created your logo yourself. Like you had your assistant like you had your help helping hand as but the thing is like everything went through you and you have you have decided you have created everything so i really appreciate and it is really you know very good to understand to know and it is really inspiring to you know uh, such to a be honest. frank Sugum,
0: that's not the great way to do it always because if you are the only one doing many things you are a bottleneck right? Yes. Many entrepreneurs will go through this this journey. I mean, this in in their journey, mm-hmm. they feel you know. I think I'm doing everything and anything in the business, right? That's a that's a very difficult situation. It shouldn't be the case. You'll not be able to justify everything. Right. You need a validation. You need someone to brainstorm, mm-hmm. right? Maybe a co-founder or your wife or your brother or someone in a family or a friend. You need someone to brainstorm and discuss and, you know, take a validation of your idea and the other person may look at it differently. Right, right. right. Many people might, many many of your consumers or customers might look the same way that your friend was looking at and -hmm. you end up making that mistake that, you know, the way you wanted to keep it. It may not be the right proposition always, but sometimes, you know, uh, uh, if you really (laughs) try it, it may work, but it's not the ideal scenario. (laughs) <laughs> and maybe that's the reason why uh, Bharati is not the great brand name. Probably, Heartbeat is. Yeah, but the evolution is always there. Like we have to evolve every yes. day. Yeah, but you should see like
1: uh, initially, rather than waiting for someone, it's better to start from, from your side.
0: Yeah, the reason I'm... is you know you should have a fair understanding of what you need or what yeah. you are looking for. Mm-hmm. You can't start from a white paper. Your fr- the one who uh, you know you wanted to uh, give the job to. They may not want to start on a white paper. They need right. your input. What is your vision? How right. do you want to look at it? What is your plan for next one year, five years? Right. What but is that- the product all about? Right. Hmm. This is in your brain and you have to be able to explain it to the person who is going to create the design or right. anything for that matter. So unless you put the thoughts onto paper or onto the, onto the uh, device, you won't get it. Right. you should have a fair understanding and then give it to somebody else you know saying you know this is what i was thinking
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i wanted the, i wanted my product in this color and this pattern this all of these things and then they'll give you ten options
1: right
0: you may probably shortlist 3 and then they rework on those 3 and finally you end up shortlisting one that's how yes. it works yeah
1: so uh, tell me one thing uh, like how far do you think that the sustainability is a business in
0: uh, sustainability in a business is important? Um, funny question, uh, Sugam, to be frank, because if you call something a business, mm-hmm. sustainability is already in it, else you are out of business, right? Right. If you are sustaining ups and downs and if mm-hmm. you are sustaining financially and if you are sustaining reputation-wise, if you are, mm-hmm. your brand is sustaining the competition, that's when you are in the business, and because, if if sustainability of the business is at a the question, then that moment if you fail, your business fails. Right, but there and is a really important. Part, there is one yeah, part. Is on.
1: that, yeah, other part is sustainability. One part is risk, other part is sustainability. Like how much risk we can take, how much sustainable we are. So how we can match these things.
0: I think uh, if you look at it, probably risk comes very early in your hand when you actually take that step to create the business, right? Mm-hmm. And then yes, you created your business, you tried your hand. then say after ten days, you face a situation where you don't have a place to sell a product. right. And what do you do? You need to find a place to sell a product. Mm-hmm. Right? You need to create an opportunity for yourself. You need to right. keep meeting people, go and explore. Why you are doing all of this? To sustain, to be your, Be in the business. Mm-hmm. You should be in the game, right? You can't give up. Right. So, uh, uh, even if it is a COVID situation, right? Yes, everyone is going through this. There is a big hit for everyone's business, including mine. My corporate world is working from home, and my all the office sales were are, are close to zero now. It is a situation, but how do we sustain this? We need to devise new plans. There should be new strategy you know, to address the situation. And though we are not clear yet and what is going to be the next month and how we're going to work, how the corporate is going to work after six months, we don't know yet. It is still a kind of, uh, uh, I, I would say, blindfolded, right? We don't know what is going to happen in the next two months or six months. Right. So sustainability uh, is the question here how mm-hmm. do you sustain if you don't take any action definitely you will not sustain that much for sure every business is hit yes. some businesses were hit badly like travel and tourism mm-hmm. some businesses were hit to an extent mm-hmm. there are some businesses which are flourishing like daily essentials mm-hmm. those businesses are flourishing yes still they have some problems problems of logistics logistics became costlier right raw material sourcing is a problem migrant lab, migrant workers are a problem now factories are not able to run on full potential. Right? we know many of the essential products like you know the uh, top seller biscuit companies or chips companies. They're going through a problem now because of migrant worker shortage. Right, right. None of their factories are running at a full potential like it used to be three months back. Now you may end up seeing product shortage in the shelves in the next two three months. That's a big problem. Probably we are not seeing it yet, but it is, we are going to see it. And now many of the restaurants are going out of business and they are trying to figure out what to do and how to uh, sustain in this situation and restaurant association is deciding that, you know, they probably don't want to work with Swiggy and Jomato because Swiggy and Jomato are charging premium. Mm. It's simple, right? If you are if you have a dish which is 200 rupees worth, when you buy it on Jomato or Swiggy, it is becoming 300 rupees. Yes and the, the restaurant donor is looking at it as a very premium mm-hmm. and the customer is feeling pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rather, if the if the restaurant itself is selling the same product, they would probably sell it at 200 bucks. Right. So now, restaurant association is taking a decision that, you know, we don't want to work with Swiggy and Jumato, we want to deliver on our own.
1: Mm-hmm. They are yes.
0: creating delivery network now. Probably they wanted to deliver at a better price than the Swiggy's and Zomato's. Right? Yes. So these are the ways people want to, businesses want to create sustainability methods, right? Right, right. They have they if they want to sustain. I'm getting called. Sorry. Find a way to uh, run their business to the to match to the new normal. It is not normal anymore. We are not going back to the normal. You go out and see, you will That's see it. everyone in mask. You don't yes. identify your friend anymore, just like just like that on the road. Mm. He's a, he's wearing a mask. You don't know who that is, right? right. So the life is completely different. Yeah, your colleagues may look different. Your business customers may look different, and sometimes you may face a situation where your product doesn't suit your customer anymore.
1: Exactly. And sometimes
0: yes. your product might become your offering. Like you take yoga, right? Your offering. Yoga is very essential for so many people during the lockdown because they wanted to build their immunity, they wanted to be healthy, they wanted to live healthy, they want to avoid COVID, they don't want to cut off with COVID, right? So they right. are finding ways to live healthy and happy. That's mm-hmm. where yoga and other health practices, you know, home fitness, home workouts, took a really you know a, a, a big jump, and so many people were trying that, and there were challenges around that. So these right. are all the ways people Can be on a uh, business level as well. Right, right and so
1: like uh, after you know this Covid situation what I figured out like uh, the people are started you know talking about uh, this thing like uh, the strategy we must be aware of you know this kind of because it's once it's happened means we must be aware of it so what I think like uh, we must be starting if we are starting a startup or something we must be aware about you know these things what happened with us and as well as we must have a plan of sustainable things like how will be sustainable and what will be the challenges, and how to face that challenge rather than just starting with the product and coming in the market and that you already said told about this thing like uh, so we should not only you know design according to us we have to design we have to develop the product or the service according to the customer the consumer and so understanding the consumer nowadays it's because we know that this situation there will be some norms And things will change, our behavior will change, the market behavior will change, the people, our customer will definitely, you know, things will be changing, like they will be behaving in a different way, the persona will change. So what do you think, like how we should prepare for that? Like how, if we are going to start, for example, if I'm going to start from fresh, from new something, I don't have much thing, I don't know
0: much about it. So how I should start? Uh Um i would say if someone really wanted to start at this moment probably the first thing i would suggest is don't go with what people are purchasing at the moment people are purchasing masks and sanitizers mm-hmm. that's not the business that probably everyone wants to get in because it is already flooded right every other guy is selling masks and sanitizer every other business is into making masks and sanitizers including the reliance of india They're also making masks because it's very easy for them. They are into the plastic business. PPE is their raw material, right? So they they can make anything. So every other business is going into these. So I would say highest selling objects or highest selling products are at the moment in the market. Those are not the real businesses. They may be there for a month or for a year, but we don't know act. Nobody can testify that statement. If somebody is saying, you know, it is going to stay for longer because nobody knows actually. So I would say just wait and watch for some more days, at least you know, till you figure out. Yes, this is what this is how the world is changing.
1: Right.
0: Right. And everybody is just you know kind of you know estimating and everybody is guessing this is how it may work, this is how it may not work. It is all a gamble. If somebody wants to really put in money in in this time of uh, the COVID situation, it is going to be a gamble. You might win, you might lose. Rather, I would say come up with a very existing old problem or a well-known problem where you see a huge gap or come up with a, a, a solution for a upcoming problem that you can foresee which nobody else is foreseeing. right yes i would say it is too early for someone to start a business at the moment because the market is not encouraging people are not spending so getting your early customer is going to be difficult Right. And I guess like we must wait for the, you know, once market will
1: be stable, things will be, uh, you know, normal, normal in the sense, like we must be understanding the behavior, what will be the long term behavior, like what will be the normal behavior of customers, then only we'll be understanding like what will be the need of the market.
0: True. Yeah. We should see the new normal, how it is going to be. Yes. Okay, so uh, I have guess,
1: questions. like... Yeah, actually, so I have I have questions, and I guess like um, uh, in this discussion, like we have covered two questions. Uh, the one question I wanted to ask, that is the sustainable practice for your business. What do you do for making your business sustainable?
0: No, um, I would say no plan is concrete yet because I don't know how my customer is going to react after ten days, after one month, after three months, mm-hmm. right? But one thing is going to be for sure, my business is going to sustain only if I try to sell my product online. That is a resolution, I I would say, uh, probably even before COVID, I was kind of inclined inclined towards direct to consumer, but now it is the mandate. You only have an opportunity to sell your product through online by uh, selling it direct to consumer. And all you have to do is make it more visible to your target consumer, target customer, you can't make it available for everyone. You can only make it available for potential customers.
1: Very true. Very true. That's what I am very
0: trying true. to build around, and I am also looking at partnerships, which is going to be very important for any business. You should seek yeah. seek part, a friend, and you should you should seek advice from your mentors, or you should seek uh, partnership from your fellow entrepreneurs. You yeah, may have do. opportunities for collaboration. Yeah right you may have opportunity for collaboration you know wherein you can uh, take a small sanitizer pouch or mm-hmm. a sachet and keep it in your pack and send it to the customer
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's it's a good gesture right you could do so many things <laughs> like that right. yes yes right, right but right. nothing is a permanent nothing is permanent is going to take time to stabilize right
1: yeah yeah so i before covid you were doing very good i want say like and uh, I remember that our, uh, you know, the last meeting, that face-to-face meeting, after that, there was, you know, you were in your, you were within your, you know, business stuff, and I was within my business stuff, and then later on, we faced this COVID, so we can't meet even, we have time then. <laughs> yeah, so you, you were doing very good, and I must say, like, your planning is very great, so this is what uh, I learned, and I must apply it in my business as well. So one Thank success you. mantra that you uh, follow throughout, uh, like, you know, from your starting to till now, one you know this success mantra that you follow always.
0: Um, I would say we should be attentive to our business always. You can't just ignore it for a day or so. If it is, you, if you are building a business. You can't behave like an employee. Right? Right. That's one difference people should do. There are there is a perception that you know many people would think. I am fed up with working in start my own business and I wanted to be my own boss. Right. And my advice for them, right? If you are fed up working for somebody else, you really look at it this way. Somebody else should work. For you <laughs> tomorrow when you build a business. Those are not the reasons for building a business. Mm-hmm. Those are just excuses where you are cheating yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't want to work for somebody else. I don't I want to be my own boss. When you are in the business, you can't sleep. Very true. You keep thinking even in the sleep. Mm-hmm. And I would say that much of attention is very much important. And if you are working for somebody else, at least you will have a peaceful sleep. Right. But if you are building a business, you can't have that. And more chances that you won't let your employees also sleep. Yes. And your employee is going to feel the same. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, that's not, that's, that's very uh, uh, immature idea. I would say, you know, not mm-hmm. working for somebody is a very immature idea. If somebody finds a real solution for a big problem or even for a very valid problem, even if it is a small, very valid problem, you can still build a business with a solution that you found. Very true. But you have to put your blood and sweat in that. There yes. is no way you can't yeah, yeah. win the business if you really put in your photos.
1: I I get like, I remember one story when I was working for a company, the Pickett's Business Consulting and IT Services in Burkow. So one day, like I came early, and I thought, like I am the first one who came in the office. Uh, uh, like, and I, I, just checked that my boss means, like my founder, founder of that company, is raised or not. So he was not on the on his desk. So I thought uh, I am the first one. So I went there. I put it, my bag on the table, and I started looking here and there. And just I, suddenly I recognized that like, uh, he was sitting on another table, and he was looking at me. What I am doing? <laughs> so that time only he called me, and he said. Uh, that he said like are you observing all around around you like how the people are behaving and what what they are doing so, because he was knowing that I wanted to be an entrepreneur so I said yes so he asked he asked me like did you find any problems so I said yes I find, found a problem like uh, on another table the people are they are there but the boss is not there and they are not working actually so they are just you know spending their time so he said okay you found the problem what is the solution for that I said there must be one you know this uh, Attendance system wala something solution. So he said, okay, just go and Google, uh, seek for the solution and go and pitch to the person. I was surprised. You. Right now, you're, you're telling me to pitch uh, that boss. He said, yes, you prepare this thing on paper, on PPT uh, or anywhere, it's not a big deal. You just prepare it and go and sell it. If you can sell it now, then I'm, I'm, I'm giving you guaranteed. guarantee you will be a successful athlete. and That was a you know, kick for me. I started thinking about like yeah, it is not about only finding a solution, but also how you are taking your solution to the consumer, to the your customer or your client. This is very important, and this is the biggest gap between a person who wants to be a businessman, a person who is really a businessman. And and there are
0: always challenging bosses. mm -hmm. There are always uh, tough bosses, I would say. And remember, if you are building a business your customer might be 10 times tougher than your boss yes and you end up obeying to your customer because he is your customer
1: mm-hmm.
0: right it is not that you know you are trying to sell something your customer may need no customer knows very well what he needs yes. they may be very clear they will behave really bossy with you if you are not behaving responsibly right as a brand yeah. as a company if you are not behaving responsibly mm-hmm. they may challenge you yes yes you that have to true. be ready with that yeah. and selecting so like, will happen in office same thing will happen in the market yes like you are a boss of your business but your
1: boss is your customer yes <laughs> <laughs> very nice sir. seriously it's good and being you know pre- act- proactive you can say okay so one advice that you would give to Entrepreneurs, like early stage entrepreneurs, or people are watching us on Facebook, or right now we have you know participants here. The one you know suggestion you want to give them. Mm
0: -hmm. Suggestion in any specific area, or just you know, to build a business, or what is it? Or a career? A career or a business,
1: it should be a common that person will definitely get you know benefited because we have a good experience of you know uh, the yeah you know,
0: there, there is always a chance that you know what i couldn't achieve in my life i probably would suggest others you know <laughs> that is very very high chance because you know that is how parenting works
1: mm-hmm.
0: what we couldn't do in our our childhood probably we expect our children to do it so okay that's how it is uh probably i would say one thing which nobody told me when i was i was a kid uh even i heard very recently you know a few months back from someone if you care for something, you care for that to an extent, you would put your life further. Very right. true. Right? If you really care for something, either it could be uh, taking care of your family, or it could be taking care of your entire city, or it could be taking care of a bunch of people and their well being, or taking care of uh, building a company and taking care of a business. If you really want to do it, do it wholeheartedly, and put every single effort that you can. And there is no way, and there is no one in this world who can stop you. No force can stop you from succeeding. Valid. Don't compromise in putting that efforts. This is giving me a ghost bomb Like I'm also feeling that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh my god. <laughs> No, really, it's really good. Thank you so much for this. Like Now we have like you know the question-answer uh, session. So we have our participants here, and as well as I'll be asking you a few questions what we got after posting this uh, poster about today's session. So a few people also asked a few questions on my WhatsApp. So now I'm unmuting all the participants. Like we have Miltunjay Patidar, Sarvang Yoga, Aroker, Akshata Singh. So now they can ask. Yes. So so welcome, and now we have time to ask any question to our guest. You guys can ask any question related to whatever you wanna ask, like related to your, your career or entrepreneurship or journey or uh, uh, journey anything.
0: Uh, hello, sir. This is Mr. Hello. I am Jai. Yeah, sir. I want to ask you, like, uh, uh, like in this pandemic days, like uh, how how you are working on the uh, to go online or to sell the products online. Like, uh, what are your main uh, main uh, uh, social media platform? Like, you are working on websites or on Insta, on Facebook, or like how in a progressive manner, like you are working on that. Uh, Thank you, To be frank, let me tell you something, whatever the platforms that you told me, right, social media, online selling, these are all channels, but the actual business is not these channels, right? Actual business is in the strategy. Tomorrow, do you know, does my product really necessary for a customer or not? I feel yes, people are looking for healthy stuff they wanted to eat healthy they are really really looking for healthy snacks to build their immunity to live healthy i when i justify myself yes people are looking for products like mine that's when i i wake up wake up every day with the confidence that you know tomorrow my life is going to be better my business is going to be better and once you achieve that satisfaction i wouldn't say satisfaction once you achieve that stage that's when probably you look at channels how do you really want to reach your customer and what channel you want to use and to my to to my surprise during these pandemic days right the social media penetration took to a new high and the digital cinema watching took to a new high can digital cinema become my marketing platform maybe yes i need to explore how i could be i should be able to do it but it is very cost intensive so i couldn't do it at the moment Social media, it looks fancy. You will have so many people following your post. But is that social media post really generating revenue? That's a question I ask myself every time. And most of the time, the answer that I get is a strong no. Social media platform, at the moment, what we are trying to do is showcasing your brand, you know, publicizing your brand content and telling people outside that, you know, yes, we are existent This is our brand. This is about our product and all of this information. You are basically giving out the information about your product and the brand. But how do you monetize that information? And how do you generate sales is entirely a different game. It's very cost intensive. People would have uh, uh, to do social media advertising, be it on Facebook, LinkedIn or Twitter, or wherever you should be doing advertising. And the conversion from the advertising is always on the single digit, right? It's very costly. And for companies without enough funding or a funding backup, it's not easy. So I looked through all of these. And now at this moment, I found one situation where one potential customer is being targeted by 10 different companies ten different brands from 10 different directions. I'm working on a plan where can we unify all these 10 different efforts into one effort, single effort and reach that customer, right? The opportunity I have is these 10 brands should work together and reach this customer. It's good for the brands. It's good for the customer as well. Just imagine if you want to buy a product on Amazon, how much time do you spend researching about the product and the quality of the product? If there are 10 different products available, you will go through the reviews of each product you'll go through the features you'll check every single aspect probably you would spend some half an hour or one hour researching the product but if somebody can help you curating the products and give you whatever the products you need in your in in, in a in a convenient format probably you would go and buy that format right that's that's still an assumption but there is a validation in different parts of the world So I'm trying to create a platform where, you know, healthy snacks brands are discovered and healthy snack brands work together to reach a potential customer. It is yet to be launched or even the idea is yet to go out. That's what I'm working on right now. Hope I could answer uh, your question, Chinjay. Yes, sir, I I got it. Like uh, it is more about like collaborating with the brands and then go ahead together. Like you have- Because they're all uh, small. Yeah, because we are all small, we can't compete with the big brands out there in the market which are into regular non-healthy segments or regular businesses. We have to work together to build a bigger ecosystem, right? When many people work together, the ecosystem becomes bigger. Yes. And yes. And the important is the Thank you, sir. Thanks, thanks a lot.
1: Thank you. So anyone else? or I should take the questions what I got on my WhatsApp. Yeah, go for it. Meanwhile, if anyone asks, we can. Sure, sure, sure. We have seven minutes. Yeah, so the first question, what I got from uh, Vivek. So he's asking like, what are the skills we need for starting a business or being an entrepreneur,
0: for starting an entrepreneurship journey? That's a very tricky question but it's really, really valid question. Uh, let me tell you something. You might have heard stories that, you know, during the COVID situation somebody started selling vegetables differently than many others. Yes. Somebody would have started selling face masks differently than many others. Somebody would have started stitching face masks and start selling those masks. These are all, you know, I, I would say You don't need a specific skill to become an entrepreneur. All you need is to find a solution for a problem, right? That's how people become entrepreneurs. They don't get well education, not necessary to become an entrepreneur. You don't need to have mentors. You don't need to have huge money. You don't need to have big investors. You don't need to spend really high amounts on marketing, but still you will be able to become an entrepreneur if you find a problem and a solution that you can address with. Only one thing that you should keep in mind, find the real problem. Not the problem you only feel it, (laughs) but a real problem, but many others feel it, right? Where a customer is willing to pay a price for a solution that you are offering. If you have that kind of a solution for a problem, go for it. And validation is like, you know, play a very big role. The validation is that, are you, uh, is there a person who is willing to pay me for that service or a product? That's Mm. a validation, nothing else. Your friends might tell you this is great, but not. Will your friend pay for you? Maybe because you are a close friend, he may, but ask his friend's friend. Will Mm. he pay for you? If he's not, then you are not in the right business. Right. Either business is not right or I'm not targeting the right customer. Or you are addressing your own pain point, not everybody else's.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, right. so uh, then, yes, I guess like this, Sarvang Yoga Arogya, he wanted to ask a question. Sure. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, there's one question from... Rajiv, so he is in uh, uh, influence marketing, affiliate marketing sorry, Mm he is in affiliate affiliate marketing and he is just uh, he he is asking so I have three years of experience in the affiliate marketing and I know uh, this market good very well but uh, I want to start but the thing is I am not understanding from where I should start Start what? Affiliate. He is in affiliate marketing. He want to start. It. His, he want to start his own company for that, but he is not understanding how to start. It means like,
0: what are the steps we have to take? Mm, as far as I understand, affiliate marketing is more of a individual driven business model.
1: Mm-hmm. People
0: write blogs. People People create videos, content, right? This is more of an individual effort that they are trying to put in. But if you really want to make it a big organization, you need many of the similar many of the individuals with the same mindset, right? And who are already in that kind of a business. And probably you can build a team of affiliate marketing experts and try to expand by adding more and more people into it. And over a period of time, you will become a marketing company will not be an affiliate marketing agency or you will not be an, aff- affiliate, marketing not be an affiliating ma- affiliate marketing individual you will become a marketing company and you will see many other opportunities right if you are an affiliate marketing company uh, in the beginning you won't see huge profits because every affiliate uh, channel that you are going to work with probably they'll pay you some x percent eight percent ten percent five percent like that Fair. but if you really want to make it a big business either you need that in volume That means you should be working with hundreds of brands and are you, when you try to build that model, right? You should stick to a segment. You have electronic segment, you have healthy snack segment, you have a ready to eat food segment. So you should have expertise and a knowledge base and a bunch of people serving to that particular customer base, right? And then put together when you want to make it a big company, you probably want to get into digital marketing. Or you probably want to get into media agency where you create brand advertising videos because those are related businesses. For mm-hmm. any business, if they want to expand, there is always a stage where you think, I think I'm not expand, I'm not able to grow from here anymore. Probably I need to expand my portfolio. Right? Mm-hmm. Probably you would want to get into multiple things. But unless you prepared for that, and if you only know affiliate marketing. Probably I would say you need to team up with someone who has some understanding of digital marketing. And another person who has some other understanding of uh, filming or media. Probably mm. you both, you, you multiple people can work together and start a marketing company. Okay. Fine.
1: So you must be watching on our uh, on Facebook. I hope so. Hopefully. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so, and the most questions about like, uh, they want to know about, you know, how Bharaday started, so I guess like, you already answered these questions.
0: Yeah, I think big- we covered.
1: Yeah, in the beginning only. Yes, yeah, so, for now, like, we have this much only questions, and one question from my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still yeah. have questions. <laughs> the last person, I, I guess, will be the last question. The like, question from my side. Like, so, uh, what do you think about the funding? Like, how we should manage our you know, finances in our business?
0: Um, we should look at funding as a tricky thing, right? Funding will come to the business which is into profits, mm-hmm. profitable, or which can which can show profitability over a period of time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So there are multiple types of funding. There is a funding to grow your business there is a funding to exponentially grow your business and the expectations of the people who invest in your company will have different perspectives of your business and funding is not all about building company right funding is one source and not many people really need funding there are n number of examples where without any private funding or without any loans they build businesses Mm -hmm. some of examples i could give right id is one such an example Mm-hmm. They started business. Initially, they don't want to get into debt or bank loans. So they, they tried sustaining themselves and over a period of time, they could prove profitable and then they got an investment from a third party, private equity. Mm-hmm. And there is another example that I can quote, Care. Mm-hmm. Mr. Velumani is uh, a great visionary in Indian industry. He built a thousand crore company from nothing. Mm-hmm. There was no funding initially. He was just building a business and then slowly people are interested in his business. So they want to invest. He said, okay, invest, go ahead. And then they want to go out. Then he said, okay, what options do I have? Okay. Let's list the company on stock exchange. Mm-hmm. That's how his, his story, he's still building the business. And another recent example I would say is demand. Most of you know, right. Mm-hmm. It is a very huge business model, but a very successful model in Indian market. Right. Some, I would say if anyone wants to build a business, right, I would ask them to watch how DMART is sustaining every up and down in the market. You go to DMART, you won't find a day where there are, there are less than 100 customers. Mm-hmm. Anytime, any day, if the shop is open, there are always plus customers waiting. Right? Yeah. It's very profitable business for the business owner and it's very profitable for the customer. I mean, there are a lot of savings you could do. The business is built on a high volume product movement. And he didn't get a funding from anyone. He directly listed the company and the share value was tripled in next one week. That was the confidence and that was the profitability index that everyone could notice from DMAR. So funding is not the only thing, but probably you want to, instead of going by bus, probably you want to go by an aeroplane, you would need funding. <laughs> you, know, you want to reach faster. Mm-hmm. And again, right, if sometimes you will have to run faster, otherwise you will become obsolete. Yes. Right. To be in the business, sometimes you need to run faster. If you have a real good business model, I wish uh, that's how funding happens. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Thank you so much. And <clears throat> so. Thank you, Sukum. So yeah. Thank you so much for. So it makes sense for others who are you know, watching and you know, who are participating in the session. Yes. So see, uh, from my side, I can
1: say it was wonderful, and from other, they will, thank you. Yeah, they will be you know commenting on our uh, posts. Uh, we are live on Facebook, so they will be you know sharing their responses on the Facebook uh, page, as well as well as like we'll post this video on our uh, YouTube link uh, YouTube channel also. So we'll be sharing and we'll be seeing watching all these in you know, comments and all. I hope it was uh, you know helpful for everyone. Thank you so much and thank you so much to uh, mr thank you for yeah. the
0: opportunity to come
1: yeah and seriously yes. and all the good wishes for baraday and hartipai and thank uh, you yeah. so, thank, thank you, you everyone so, take care yeah thank you so much everyone bye bye we'll see you all on the next wednesday at the same time with another talk Okay, bye. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.